7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Um, we expect a very, very, very uh, tough game, anticipating a very, very tough game. Um, of course, uh, they want to improve on their performance that they played against Morocco Salos, which they felt they should have uh, had maximum points after going ahead and then finding themselves uh, sharing spoils with Morocco Salos. So, of course, with that, they want to improve. They want to step it up a bit and try to get maximum points when they come to play us at home. Uh, which I think, uh, with the games that they've played, they've been, they've been, they've been good. They've been good. I think uh, they've had wins, quite a few uh, stumbling blocks whereby they've just uh, where they had draws. I think two draws and one win with the recent form. So it's a side that has, has momentum, has momentum, and uh, um, of course we're looking forward to, to playing them at home. Yeah, every match we play, we, we play for three points and no different uh, going away to Loftus. Uh, we go there to try to win, to try to get the, collect the three points. We've been uh, quite consistent uh, in our performances uh, in the last match, yes, uh, some fatigue uh, creeping in. Uh, but we're confident in the boys. Uh, there's no such thing as uh, worrying about fatigue when it comes to a big match. Uh, so already uh, set to go. Well, good evening, everybody, and thank you for staying with us here on SAFM and for joining us on the sports show SAFM Spot On with me, Tabiso Musia. Velile Myandu Makarena is producing the show, and Bongi Wesowazi is our technical producer this evening. We've opened with clips uh, as we build up to tonight's high-profile clash in the DSTV Premiership. That is the match between Sundowns and Orlando Pirates at Loftus. It will kick off at 7.30. They are usually exciting affairs, these games, with the Downs dominating the last few fixtures. But with a 16-point gap on Orlando Parish, they will surely start as overwhelming favorites tonight. But hey, this is football. Anything can happen, right? Right? Or is it the hope that kills you? Let's see what happens tonight at Loftus between Pirates and Sundowns there. And on that note, um, tonight's Flashback Friday, we've decided to speak to a player that's turned out for both sides, um, Orlando Pirates as well as Mamelodi Sundowns. But he made his mark at Santos. Uh, he captained the team and also returned to the team towards the end of his playing days. And that is a former Bafana Bafana winger in Tyron Arense. If you do remember him, please do get in touch with us tonight and share your memories of ask him anything you'd like to know uh, we'll get his thoughts on this game and also look back at his uh, playing a career we like to sit back take it easy on a friday and just catch up with our stars of years gone by so tonight we've decided to be in conversation with tyron arense um because also it's linked to the pirates and sundowns game and he's played for both teams but we've always actually wanted uh, to have a chat with tyron arense also find out what he's up to at the moment i know he was announced as a youth coach at fc Cupstead earlier this year so we'll find out how that's going if he's still uh, coaching there but you're also welcome to send us your predictions for the match tonight which way do you see it going is it obvious 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 like the last three games have been between sundowns and um, orlando pirates but before that pirates have actually not done badly in this fixture but with a 16 point gap i think that shows you um the gap but coach he says they are on the same level as sundowns that's the Paris coach so i think he'll be proven whether he was right or wrong tonight i know a lot of you weighed in on that when he made those comments after they played oilers in liberia so tonight um is the night then for manjangas and his orlando Pirates team to, to show that they are on the same level as paris how do you see that going send us your voice notes to 
same level as Sundowns. Send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. You can also call us directly on 011-714-2006. There is a game on the go right now. It is halftime between Garlands and Amazulu. Amazulu have drawn their last seven games in a row. While Garlands have picked up some good wins, I think they've won four of the last six. Now with Dendens Malisela in charge with a couple of draws there, unbeaten in six Um is um, Marumo Garland, so they, they have found some form, and of course, Tendence Malisela. So let's see how this one will go, but it is currently goalless at the break. Six to seven PM, sport on with Tabiso Musia. Okay, and let's get straight into it without wasting any further time. We welcome uh, former Bafana Bafana player, former Santos Sundowns and Orlando Pirates player, man that won league titles at Santos and Sundowns, Taran Aronset, to look back at his career um, tonight on SAFM. Taran, good evening. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM. I hope you are well, sir. Good evening, Tabiso. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, healthy. No. Nowadays, that's all you sort of hope for. Yes. Family is good. So, yeah, it's good to be with you tonight, man. Hope no. you're also well and, and, and you're keeping safe, eh? No, we are great, Tyron. Thank you very much for asking. We're just looking forward to the big game tonight. I don't know about you. Are you looking forward to it? Do you still follow local football extensively? Uh, maybe not extensively as I, as I did before. Mm. But the uh, last few games I've been watching, I think this is a... <laughs> This is a nice spicy uh, encounter tonight because obviously Pirates has been doing well, performing well. Uh, so it's going to be a tough game to stop the that moving train, eh? <laughs> so, but, but like I said, I think Pirates have been doing well. They've, they've uh, performance-wise, they've been doing well. Just a pretty, you know, results-wise, it haven't been going well. But uh, yeah, I think we're looking forward to a fantastic game, two fantastic teams. So, so let's hope we see a nice game tonight. Yeah, and what do you think has been key to this moving train of Sundowns, their dominance over the past few seasons? You know, I just think it's it's basic. Eh? It's, it's just the consistency of the team. I mean, if you look at the last over the last few seasons, uh, Sundowns has always been consistent, uh, and obviously with the quality players that they have, you know, you you, you sort of not the players but the whole squad. I mean, you can take out any player, you can replace him with anyone in the squad, you know, you won't see any difference. Uh, also, I know for, uh, after Coach Pizzo left, you know, people thought maybe that train would stop. But, uh, you know, Coach, uh, uh, the coaches that have been there, there's, there's a plan, you know, there's a structure. So it's easy for players to fit into to, to a team where there's a structure, you know. Not a lot has changed. Obviously, you know, they, they sort of, when they brought in uh, Coach Steve, uh, maybe there was a few tweaks in the team, but I think because there's a set structure in the team, it's easy for players to to, to sort of come in and, and, and do the job. So once that's in place, then, you know, any player can come in and, and, and do well at Sundowns. Uh, that's just how, how good the setup is at Sundowns. And are, are you surprised by this dominance, or, or maybe not the dominance, how the two Soweto Giants, Giants have been left behind by Sundowns? I'm not surprised because it's, it's, it's been tough on on on, on Chiefs and and and, uh, and Pirates, you know. Uh, changing of coaches, uh, Chiefs last year with uh, with uh, 
transfer ban, virus mm. uh, changing coaches over the last few years. You know, that's always going to be difficult for a team to do well. And it's not, it's not easy on the players because you find that coaches come in, they play a certain way, uh, that coach go, new coach come in, uh, he wants to play a certain way. Whereby you find at Sundowns, uh, you know, there's been consistency in terms of the coaches as well. Like I said, yes, Coach Pizzo left, but uh, Coach Rilani and uh, Coach Manmite was there before. So it's easy for them to just continue with that. So consistency in coaching department and also consistency, which helps with consistency on the field when the players play. Okay. And and on that note, Tyron, what's your take on the st- Tyron? What's your take on the standard of football in the country at the moment? You know, I don't think any teams will catch them this season. Eh? I mean, that's, it's been like that for for the last few seasons. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult, you know. Uh, in the beginning of the season, I thought maybe after the season that Amazulia had last season under, under Coach Benny, maybe they would sort of, you know, uh, mount a, a decent challenge. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. So... It's, it's, it's really difficult. You know, people people say that uh, sometimes, you know, maybe 10 games to go, sometimes will already win the league. So it's up to the other teams, eh? Uh, because there's too many inconsistent teams in the league. That's that's just the bottom, bottom line, the, the way I see it. Hmm. And then, I was I was leaving this question for a bit late, but, but, but I have to ask, where's your loyalty tonight, then, having played for Pirates and Sundowns? Do you have... Any loyalty to these teams, Tyron? Football is my loyalty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> obviously, obviously, you know, the, the, the two spells I had at, at, at the two teams was obviously a little bit different. When, you know, when I was at, at, at Pirates, I had a, uh, I, well, that's my opinion, I had, a, I had a successful and a decent spell there. Maybe at Sundowns, I, I didn't play that much as I would have loved to, but you know, just from uh, being involved with, with the type of players that was there at the time, I think I've, I've improved as a football player when I was at Sundown. So I learned much more as a football player at Sundown than when I was at Pirates. You know, at Pirates I played more, I had success there. So, you know, both teams are, are close to my heart. And uh, uh, when it comes to these games, it's, uh, I'll sort of sit on the fence and just be, be a neutral and, and just enjoy the game. Uh, but by saying that, you know, sometimes as a, as, a, as a football person, you need to you need to be honest and you need to uh, respect the game and you need to uh, give an honest opinion. I mean, I spoke to you the last time and I said that I don't know who's going to stop this uh, uh, sundown spring. But, uh, but by saying that also again, uh, Paris has been coming on, eh? So 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 let's let's see let's see what's going to happen tonight. Okay, let's see what's going to happen tonight. We are talking to Tyron Aaron, so we're going to look back in more, in more detail at his career. We just wanted to get his thoughts on the game, but but you can't leave it there, Tyron. What do you, what Tyron? What do you think is going to happen tonight? Uh, you're putting me on the spot now, eh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you you're forcing me into into a <laughs> into a prediction. Do you want to think about it? No, I, I think I don't have to think about it. I think Sundowns, like I said, I mean, it's, it's how many games now? 16 games. 16, unbeaten. yeah. So, uh, it's, it's really going to be difficult for, for, for Pirates to beat this team. But, you know, football is football. You know, you never know. One goal might be might be enough for Pirates. 
they've got uh, they've got the loads back, and they've, like I said, they've been doing well. So so you never know. Uh, let's let's just wait and see. Let's okay. wait and see. It's football. Anything can happen. We've got a couple of voice notes already. Uh, we are speaking to Tyron Aronsa. Let's hear the voice notes that have come through on 061 4104 107. Oh, Tyron Aronson. I remember him um, while he was playing for Sanders. Um, I liked them while they were um, captained by uh, Edris Barton with the likes of uh, John Mark Ethier. So, um, those guys were just great. They made Cape Town stand up, especially when they were playing against Ajax. Um, because um, b- before then, when Seven Stars and Cape Town Spurs were still hot, Sanders wasn't that hot, but they were. But um, Tyron Aranso was good, man. I didn't like him when he was playing for Orlando Paris and Sundance because I don't like both of those teams. So I paid attention a lot when he was playing for Santos. Tabi, so you are speaking to Gospet and Team Tewapata. I think Tyrin Arense, he was one of the players in that squad of uh, year 2001. Final Bob save FNP Stadium between Santos and Sundowns. And uh, I remember that 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 game. It was a first time uh, to attend a, a, a game in a stadium. Yeah, they beat us uh, 1 0. And I remember also in Godspurs. Uh, 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 Andre Arenza was there, and they were coached by uh, Coast Club Park. Uh, the likes of uh, Musa Otem Ongawa, the likes of Mark Itia, the likes of John John Beat. That, that was a strong, strong squad. Thanks, Tavis. Uh, Tabiso and fellow SFM listeners, good evening. My name is Tulani Nzima in Croydon. You know, you know, Tabiso, as a diehard Kaza Chiefs fan, uh, I do not care what happens so long as it is not a pirate that wins against uh, uh, Sundowns because they will have the breaking rights. So our rivalry as Kaiser Chiefs, and I'm sure up, the same applies with Pirate, is between the two teams. Even if Sundowns can win 500 or 500 million times, we do not care so long as... Uh, so long as uh, any of this does not benefit Kaza Chips or Pirate, then we could. I thank you. Yeah, this is a true supporter of Kaiser Chiefs. You would think that you don't want Sundowns to win tonight so that the little hope that you have of catching them, at least they don't pick up points tonight. But clearly you are diehard because regardless of whether you can catch Sundowns or not, you just don't want Paris to win. You just don't want Paris to win. Unlike those Paris fans, sometimes who cheer for Chiefs when they're playing against Sundown so that at least Sundowns can drop points. This is how it's done. This last voice note here. Anyway, Tyron, back to you. How does it feel when people remind you of some of these matches and, and, and those years at Santos? No, it's, it's always nice, you know, people remember you for, for what you've done on the field. Eh? Uh, obviously, it's been, it's been a long time ago. It's been a while. But uh, but yeah, it's nice, you know. I've been sort of 
just taking a break from football after after I retired uh, and just stayed away from football. Just every now and then it's nice to just reminisce and uh, and yeah, thanks thanks for people, you know, because you know most times or I myself I played football to 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 entertain the people and if the people were happy and the supporters were happy, you know, then I was happy to at least you know play the part in in, in their happiness when they came to watch watch football. Wonderful. Before we look back at your career, the starting lineups are out. Let's just give you the teams quickly, starting with the home side sundowns. It's Onyango, Lakei, Nascimento, Grand Keka, Nasperele Mkulisa starts, Rivaldo Kutsier, Rushinde Rook, Andile Jali, Tapelo Morena, Temba Zwane, and Peter Shalulile. That is the starting 11 for sundown. So Peter Shalulile is in the team after that knock in the last match. He had to be subbed, I think, against uh, Barroca. And then for Pirates, uh, Siabonga Mponchane in goal, captained by Inti Lonyawuza, uh, who will partner Oli Sanda in that central defense. There's also Bandile Shandu and Paseko Marco at the back in midfield. Ben Mutsuare, Goodman Musele, um, never die Makubela. Tsako Makubela there. Attempting Kosi Lodge starts. Uh, Dion Hotto and Kwame Pepra also are part of that attacking trio there for Orlando Pirates. So those are the starting 11. Still goalless between Garlands and Amazulu at the moment. Um, Tyrone, I mentioned at the top of the show that you were, you were coaching FC Kapstad earlier in the year. Um, how has the coaching gone? Is it something that you'd set your sights on and did you have to go and do your badges to become a coach? Well, now, luckily, you know, when I was still playing, uh, I, did, uh, I did a few badges uh, because I knew, you know, after stop uh, stop playing, I would always want to get involved in football. That's why while I was playing, uh, I did some badges, which I obviously want to still keep on doing, you know. And uh, this year, I've, it's actually my first year after my two years sort of uh, break from football. That I, I coach, you know, FC Kapstad was my first uh, coaching stint, if I can put it that way, mm. after retiring. And it was, you know, after after two years of not being involved in football, it was uh, I was starting to itch, you know. I felt that, you know, I needed to get back. Uh, I needed to, you know, sort of give back and, and get back on the field. Because I've, I mean, I've been playing for uh, close to 20 years. Uh, I played football and not to be involved uh, after stop playing it's, it's basically a sin for me but i think the two years that i've been away from the game it did me it did me good because at least i could spend some time with the family and uh, and do some other things that i haven't been able to do you know while i was playing mm-hmm. so so yeah it was good but it was a challenging because obviously you know coming from a professional mindset and being involved in professional football to sort of go down to amateur football uh, the, adjust, the adjustment has been it's been tough, you know, because obviously amateur is totally different from from professional football. And with the professional mentality that I had, it took adjustment from my side, you know. And you know, me just being involved with obviously it will, it will take more adjustment from me. But you know, I just tried to sort of bring that professional mindset and professional attitude, because obviously the team that I was coaching was on the 18 team. And most of those boys were sort of preparing themselves for senior football, uh, with the DSTV uh, premiership or the or the, the disc premiership or, or just senior football in general. So it was for me it was nice to be involved and just to see uh, what mentality uh, the players are at and, and how they develop. So 
there's a lot of work to be done, um, not only at Amitishi uh, Kafka, at, uh, but this amateur football in general. You know, I just feel that that's where I need to, or I want to make a contribution. Because I just feel that players are not uh, as well prepared, uh, especially the youngsters when they get into, into senior football. So it's, especially for us as, as uh, ex-professionals, I think it's important for us to get involved in in whether it's amateur football, but just mm. development football in general, so that you know we can make sure that the next generation are all prepared once they get an opportunity to get to to play uh, to play professional football. And uh, talking about professional football, then Tyrin Arinse, how do you look back at those twenty years of playing football at the highest level? Are you happy with how your football career went? You know, a lot of people ask me. Uh, after I retired, uh, you know, what do, I, what do I think about my career and, you know, everything that happened. But, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I was quite content today when I, when, I, when I retired because I felt that I've, I've achieved a lot in my career. There's been a lot of disappointments. There's been a lot of success that I had. Uh, you know, when I made my debut as an 18-year-old, it was sort of coming into the unknown you know, because I've, I haven't played any any club football before I joined. I must probably only played like two seasons club football. And for someone that hasn't been uh, involved with club football to 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 start playing professional football from a young age, it was a big challenge. I had to learn as I was sort of playing. And to be involved in that uh, successful Santos team earlier on, you know, where we won four trophies in the space of two, uh, three, four years. You know, that was a big achievement for, for Santos and obviously for me to be part of that team. And then obviously when the opportunity came to move to to one of the bigger teams in, in South Africa, I think that was a big step for me. And I think as a young player, you know, you always, uh, when you watch TV, you know, you always it's always Kaiser Chiefs or Orlando Pirates you, you want to play for. And for me, that was a... a, a a stepping stone in my career, but also a fantastic opportunity for me to, to, to an honor for me to firstly play for, for, for Pirates and then obviously move to Sundowns. But then also, you know, to, to, to play for the national team, to, to, to make my debut and also score on debut was, you know, was something that I, thought until this day, I can't explain. You know, the feeling, just making your, your to play for your country, I think, not a lot of players have the opportunity, but I had the opportunity to, 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 to play for my country and, like I said, also score on baby. So, so you know, when I look back, I, I would say that I've, I've enjoyed myself. I've achieved what I wanted to achieve uh, in football, uh, although I never had the opportunity to go overseas. But I think what I've achieved is that I'm, I'm quite content, you know. I, I won't take anything away from, from, from how it's been. And yeah, I'm quite happy. Quite happy with how, how things turned out for me. Yeah, that's that, that's that's good to hear. Obviously, we saw you at Santos, but how did you end up at Santos? How did they spot you? How were you discovered, or who was instrumental in your discovery? Yeah, like I said earlier, you know, I've I've I've, I've never played for a club before joining Santos. So my last year at school, I was selected to play in the Western Province Musafa uh, team. So we went on a on a uh, inter, we played an interprovincial tournament in Durban, and the guy that was involved with the football, he was the coach at Santos, uh, a feeder team for Santos that played in the ABC. So after the tournament, you know, 
which we won in Durban. He asked me to come down to, to, to play for for the, the Santos Fever team that was playing in the ABC uh, league at the time. Uh, so the following season, I went down, played a few games, so, and that's where I got broke into the Santos under-19 team that, uh, that played in the Bale tournament. So we won the Bale tournament that year, uh, and the guy that sort of asked me to come down, was his name was Kevin Manuel, the late Kevin Manuel. He was a teacher. Mm. He, he used to coach the Santos feeder team at the time. So I played in the Bale tournament, won the Bale tournament, and then I just left football, eh? Because I, the next oh. year I, was, I went to varsity. So it was a bit difficult for me to go to varsity, study, and play football at first. But I think eight months after uh, being at varsity, I got a call from the manager at Santos at the time. And he just phoned me out of the blue and asked if I don't want to come down to, to come train with the first team because they were sort of strikers at the time. Mm. And I said, no, by all means, I'll come down. And I, after eight months not playing football, basically, I went down. Uh, I had like two training sessions, played one friendly. Uh, next morning, Mr. Gulam Ali called me in and he offered me a contract. So it was a difficult decision at the time because I didn't want to give up my studies, mm. you know. But after, you know, speaking to my family, speaking to the lecturers at, at uh, Stellenbosch, uh, you know, I sort of decided maybe it's better to, you know, put my studies on hold and take this wonderful opportunity to play professional football in South Africa. So I took up the opportunity and, and yeah, that's just basically how it became that I, I signed my first professional contract at Santos. What were you studying at the time? At the time, I was studying uh, human movement studies. Uh-huh. Were you able to go always, back to it? It? Was, it was always in the sports, but unfortunately, I never went back. Mm. Uh, but luckily, uh, I did some other diplomas that I, that I was busy with. So I did a sports management uh, diploma. And also, I'm busy. I've got a few more models I have to do uh, with my coaching science diploma. And then, obviously, I've, and I've done uh, business management as well. Uh-huh. So, and that's all due to, you know, Players Union affording players the opportunity to study. So, you know, I would, I would, I would uh, appeal to, to, to players while they're playing uh, to make use of that uh, bursary fund that the Players Union are, are, are giving. Because that gave me the opportunity to go study and, uh, and, and, and further my studies. Sometimes players might say it's difficult to study while you play, yeah. but it's possible. I mean, if you look at uh, Percy Tao, I mean, yeah. he's got his degree, but he's studying. And so many other players, Vuyo Mere, all these top, top players. You know, if the top players can do it, why can't all the players do it? So, so yeah, uh, players should make use of that uh, well, I'm glad you've mentioned that because Safpo have been on this show a few times and they've been encouraging players to make use of this and take full advantage of this bursary that they offer and they believe that not enough players are taking advantage of it. A lot of the listeners were referring to your time at Santos, um, Tyrant Arense, when you won Bob Save, when you won at the league. But how was it as a youngster to be part of that team and what made that team so great? Because we still remember those players. You had the listeners mentioning those players. We can never forget that Santos team. You know, I was I was so fortunate and I was so lucky to to be part of that team. Uh, I think I was I was the I was the youngest player in that in the team at the time when we were 
successful. Uh, I think Tandon Gumene was also part of the team. So I think the two of us were sort of the younger players. And funny enough, the other day I spoke to someone about this, that team. I said if it wasn't for myself and Tandu, then the, the average age of that team would most probably be like 35. <laughs> because we had, we had a lot of, let me not say old players, let me say mm. experienced players, which was either towards the end of their career or in their prime. So we had like John Mbizzo, we had Musa Tieno, Idris Burton, we had Andre Orens in the team. We had uh, the, uh, the Mauritians, you know, Sebastian Baxin, Zalmar Ikea. So all those players were early 30s. And for me to be part of that team, to learn so much from, from those guys, uh, I think that sort of shaped my career in terms of, you know, what I could take from them, the way they worked, you know, the way they, they handled themselves on the field and off the field. Mm. And I think for a youngster to be, in, to be in a team like that, you know, you can't go wrong. As long as you're willing to listen and willing to learn. I think sometimes, you know, even towards the end of my career when I was playing with, uh, when there was younger players coming into the team, not all of them are willing to listen. You know, sometimes they come with a chip on the shoulder and maybe, you know, when they were playing amateur football, they were the best player in the team for maybe four or five years. And that same mentality, they want to come into pre- to, 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 to professional football. And you can't come into that mentality because it's a totally different game. You, 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 as a young player, you should be able to you must listen and learn and watch the other, especially the experienced players. Because you don't know. I mean, they've been through it. They've done it all. So I try to learn as much and listen as much as possible, you know, when I was playing with, with, uh, with those guys. And I think that experience we had in the team, I think that made us the team that we were. And that's why I said earlier on, we, from 2000, and, 2000 or 2001 until 2003, I think we won the league and we won three cup competitions. And uh, and that just says, you know, a lot about the, the makeup of the team yeah. uh, with all the players. And I think also, you know, the chairman, uh, Mr. Ali, was, he always had an eye for, for quality uh, foreign players because we always had the best foreign players. We had Ricardo Manetti from... From Namibia, you know, we had a captain of, of Kenya, Musa Tiena, we had a captain of Mauritius, uh, Zwanmark Itia, mm. and also uh, Sebastian Bax. And then the local guys, I think uh, Vincent Tokelo was coming towards the end of his career, but I think he just had a new lease of life when he came to, uh, to Cape Town, to Santos. Mm. You know? and, and the local guys that he got, I think the, 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 the combination of, of adding those players to the local players that we had, I think that that just made that team. So Mr. Ali had a good eye for 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 spotting the right and quality players at the time. And, and we've got one of those experienced players. I like the way you put it. Not the older players, experienced players on the line. Former Santos captain, the legendary Edris Burton joins us on the line. Good evening, Edris. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM tonight, sir. Thank you, and it's a, it's a great pleasure to be on your show, man. Thank you, sir. We're looking back at the career of Tyrin Arense. He says he was honoured to be part of that team as a youngster. He was listening and learning. Yeah. Was he really listening and learning, Edris? Yeah, I must say, you know, I think um, Tyrin was one of the best young players that I've ever come across, I must be honest with you. Um, willing to learn, willing to to listen, but more importantly was willing to put the extra, extra effort in. 
I remember that that year we had myself and, and, and Jonathan, Jomo, Solomon and Tyron. We would do extra work um, on our off days. But it would be more of a competition more than anything else. So that was the that was the makeup of Tyron as a young player already. And that's why he's, he's, he's gone on to really achieve great things um, at the national team, at, at, at Pirates and at, 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 at Sundowns as well. Yes, and I was about to ask, did you see him going that far in, 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 in his in his career, even going to play for the national team? Um, I think, you know what, to, to be honest, I think uh, Tyron chosen any other sport, be that athletics or even rugby, I think he would have excelled. I think he had that makeup, he had that character, he was a... He was a great listener, and I think he he was you know at that at that time he was like a like a sponge, almost absorb, absorbing everything that he could, mm. and taking that into his career. So I think any sport for that matter, Tyrone would have would have been a great success. Wow! And and talking <laughs> about that great team of the early two thousand, Edris, in your yeah. opinion, what made that team so good? Tyrone talks about the experience, but also some people will talk about the style of play that you had hard men there, and maybe yeah. one or two different players in a Tyrone Aronse. And the Tando, who was a youngster, also. Yeah, no, I think we had the the, the, the right blend. I think we had the right mixture of of uh, players. I think, um, uh, but more more importantly, was the right mentality. I think um, eighty to ninety percent of that team they were they were winners. Even even on the training field, I mean, you can all Tyrant. It was like a it was like a, a live match. Uh, you know, players going in hundred percent, two hundred percent to tackle. I mean, I mean, imagine I'm going with a with a with a 50-50 ball at Sebastian back at training, <laughs> and Clark Barker or, or Gordon Eagleson holding their head as if oh flip somebody's gonna die here. But that was the makeup, you know. Um, and I think the the mentality was as such that you train as as like you want to play. You know, you can't mm. train at at 20% and expect to play at 100%. It was just it was an amazing mentality of players and. And Tyron, uh, Tandung um, your Jonathan Solomon, um, all those players that, that the young players that came around, they just benefit from 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 that mentality. Wonderful, Tyron. Any words for the skipper? I know you've already said had some glowing praise for him earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just you know. Just the just one thing you mustn't say that we were old players. Right? <laughs> yes, that was the word. I remember Musa um, Otiena <laughs> also referred to like. And Vincent Sakela used to say it was the experience uh-huh. that was there. <laughs> you, you, you know, to be so, it's so funny that he say, you know, we used to compete even at training at, and it's like, it was like a match. I was, I was so amazed as a, as a 19, 20 year old uh, of the fitness of these players. Mm. I mean, you had a guy like, especially Edrison, even Vincent Sakela. My main aim in the team at the time, I told myself, I can't let these guys beat me. Whether it's a, we take a 100-meter race, whether it was a fitness test, whether it was a bleed test. But it just shows you, you know, they, they were the ones that were pushing me because my mentality was just, I can't let these guys beat me because, okay, I won't say old guys, but these guys are much older than me, you know? But, uh, but I think, you know, Idris is, is uh, and, and people always ask me about him. He's someone that I'll say, I've, Maybe I've never, maybe I can't say never, but in my opinion, I haven't seen or come across a true professional uh, in this game. It is certain. I think for me to be to have been part of, you know, uh, the team that we were, at, I think it's, it's, it's that was just sort of part of my grounding as a footballer. 
You know, he's one of the few gentlemen of, 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 of this game. And, uh, you know, someone like this, you know, needs to be involved in football. I know he's been involved in football for long, mm. but uh, uh, maybe I can tonight tell these agents. So if there's any team out there that needs, uh, <laughs> whether it's a general manager or president, we'll you know, this oh. person is, 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 your, is your man. You know, and, and nowadays you don't find honest, true, hardworking, top, top uh, professionals in the game. You find them, but not a lot of them is, is, is around these days. Right? And you don't find loyal footballers like we saw in Edris Betten. I mean, even Lionel Messi yeah. went left Barcelona. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know it's good to be loyal, but loyalty sometimes, you know, might, uh, it's a problem. Uh, you know, loyalty as a footballer, yeah. I think as a person, you know, people are loyal. Mm. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's a two-way street, you know. Be loyal to the game. You know, I yeah. think that's the most important thing. If you're loyal to the game, you respect the game, the game will always look after you. Wonderful. Edris, any last words? Yeah, I think, you know, to, tonight was, um, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate what Tyron is saying, but I think he's, he's kind of taking the glow of his, of his career by mentioning <laughs> all the good things about me. But you know what? That just shows you the kind of character that Tyron has and the kind of person that he is, you know? Almost like underplaying his own uh, uh, um, uh, features, his own ability. But you know what Tyron has achieved? He's played for the top teams in the country. He's played for the national team. Um, and he's won practically every trophy that is, is, is available in South African football. And I think he's one of the truly young uh, uh, success stories uh, that have come through South African football, and especially in Cape Town and have gone all the way to play in, in Joburg mm. successfully and representing your country. And um, you know what? He's been a, a, a true shining light for the youngsters. And if there's an example to follow, I think Tyron Aronser would be, would be that person. So well done to Tyron. I think he's, he's been a true shining light. And, you know, just, just stay the, the, the person that you are. Wonderful. Thank you, Andrews, Andrews Betten, for that. You're a true legend yourself, sir, and I don't think anybody will like, disagree with what Tyron has had to say. And and, and Tyron, thank you, you Andrews Betten, he talks about one of the you're one of the players that made the, the move up to Johannesburg uh, from uh, Cape Town. How how did the move then to Johannesburg happen, having made your name at Santos or to Gauteng? It's, uh, it's actually a funny story. Uh, I think it was 2004 if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So we were playing Sundowns on the Wednesday. And the Monday, the transfer window was closing. And the Sunday, I was on my way to to national team because I was, I was uh, selected and I was on my way to camp. Now, on the Wednesday game when we played Sundowns, I think Paul Dolezal was still the coach there. So after the game, Paul Dolezal came to me and he shook my hand. And when I opened my hand, I saw a piece of paper with his phone number on the paper. And then he just told me, give me a call tomorrow. So uh, I said, okay, fine, I'll give you a call tomorrow. Now, remember earlier when I told you I was not so clued up with, with football because I started late. Mm -hmm. you know? So I didn't know actually what, it, what this meant. So at the time, uh, I spoke to my agent. I gave him a call the next morning. I said, Paul Bolosa uh, gave me his number. He said, I must call him. So he said, no, give him a call and hear what he wants. What he wants. Uh, so he said that, for dollars I gave him a call. So he said, I, he spoke to the president, uh, and uh, he would want me to come and join Sundowns. Uh, and I was actually shocked because 
for me it was it was something massive because I think it was in the early days where uh, the president just bought the team and they had all these you know uh, galacticos of players you know they have all the top players in the team at the time mm. so spoke to my manager he said no let's see uh, I spoke to Mr. Ali and the idea was I'm on my way to, 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 to Sundowns. But before mm. that, uh, I had to first go see Mr. Ali. So on the Sunday evening before I left uh, uh, to go to national team camp, I went mm. to go and see Mr. Ali. But a funny thing happened when I was on my way to, to Mr. Ali. Just when I stopped at his house, my phone rang and I didn't know the number. And it was uh, Dr. Ivan Koza on the phone. Uh, I spoke to him and he said that he heard I'm coming to Sundowns, but I need to come to Pirates. Now, as mm-hmm. a, I was 23 at the time, I think, now I'm totally confused. I don't know what to do. Uh, I just told him I, I'll, I'll have to speak to, to my manager to see uh, because obviously I didn't make a commitment to, to join Sundowns. It was just mm-hmm. that uh, there's an opportunity there, and that's the reason why I came to Mr. Ali to speak about this opportunity that I have. Now I'm sitting there in front of his house, on the phone with my manager again. You know, we spoke about the sundowns and this pirate deal that, that's on the cards as well. You know, we had a lengthy discussion, and, you know, between the two of us, we sort of decided that, you know, maybe at the time, it was better for me to join pirates. Mm. So... Spoke to Mr. Ali, you know, I got his blessing. And the next morning, I'm on my way to camp, national team camp. Uh, Monday morning, we still have training in the morning uh, at F&B Stadium. So I'm in my, my training kit. After training, uh, you know, most of the security at uh, the national team is also the pirate Pirates, security. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's still the same, but that yeah, time it used yeah, to be yeah. like that. So after training in the morning with, with the national team, uh, I think it's the late Ali, the, the security, he called me, he said, come, you must come with me to, to Parktown. <laughs> I said, for what? No, just come with me. So I went straight from national team training, straight to Parktown to, to, to go and see Dr. Koza. You know, I was telling someone the other day, I haven't been so scared in my life just to, to meet someone. So I'm standing in front of the door before uh, the door opened and I was I was shivering mm. because you know someone like uh, Dr. Ivan Koza you know it's not not everybody get a chance to meet him and I mm. mean he's a big man in, in, in South African football and African football uh, so when I opened the door went in uh, I think the type of person he is he sort of you could basically pick up this, hey, this young boy from Cape Town is scared so <laughs> but the conversation we had afterwards you know it went well he calmed me down and he sort of gave me a little bit of in and out of the team. Mm. And yeah, I signed the contract uh, and then went back to, the, back to the hotel after that. And Sundowns players were still looking for me because when I left my phone at the, at, at the hotel, and obviously I didn't tell them at the time. But, uh, but yeah, and that's how it, how it all happened. Yeah. And, and that was the time of the happy people, right? With Papich and them. Yes, yes, that, that's when the, the, the happy people started, you know. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing, it was an amazing uh, uh, time at, at, at Pirates because 
what also made it special is that, you know, the time when I joined the team, there was about, I think about nine or ten players from development that also joined the, the team. Mm. I think it was uh, the late Gisler Remy, Chishboy Mokwena, I think Bomutso Ninja also joined the team. So what made it special is that the happy people started with a lot of development players mm. coming through the ranks from, from Pirates. You know, so people could sort of relate to these young boys because they're part of the, they're part of the Pirates uh, development team and for them to be... So, you know, I would say successful in the sense that, you know, we made people happy by the way we played, mm -hmm. although we lost the league twice uh, on the last day. But at least, you know, the people were happy and the people were enjoying the way that we played. Uh, and, and, yeah, for me to be part of that team, it was, I think in the beginning it was tough because obviously, you know, I, when I came into the team, I had to compete against Steve Leclerc for, for the right wing position. Mm. Uh, so the first game I played, I played as a right wing and Steve was on the bench. And the first game I got substituted, so he came on in my place. Uh, the second game, I think we played Black Lippets away. But before the game, you know, Coach uh, Puppet spoke to me. He said that, you know, uh, I need you and Steve on the field at the same time. Oh. But the problem is if I play both of you, one can only play as a right winger. And then he said, but don't worry, I, I'll put you as a striker. I know you haven't played as a striker in professional football, but I'll put you there, don't worry. Just play and enjoy your game and play your natural game. First game, I scored two goals. Uh, and that's how it basically became that I played as a striker. And, you know, I, I, must, I, must, I must appreciate the fact that, you know, he gave me confidence. And that season, uh, I think I scored about... 10 or 11 goals, if I'm not mistaken. So I was the second, second goal, top goal scorer behind Pomuzzo. Uh, you know, playing at a big team to score goals uh, in a new position, mm. I think that was for me uh, something um, that was quite special. In a new environment too. And we've got one of your former teammates on the line. So Vilagaze, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Uh, evening, my brother. Uh, evening to the listeners. And evening to my... How <laughs> 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 are you, man? I'm good, man. Are you? No, I'm well, man. I'm well. Can't complain. Can't complain. Good to hear from you, man. What do you remember about this guy, Tsovi Lagazi, Tyron Arense, from Cape Town? Uh, you know, brother, why do you when you are for something, you are still like a idiot. <laughs> You know, when you're going to play in countries, we'll ask ourselves the time. Uh, you know, Tyron has got speed. This guy. How can we stop him? <laughs> and that's why, if, if, if you can remember, we end up uh, joining Paris. Yes. Uh, because we're like, no, you know, you can't sit like this. This guy is always giving us a headache. And I think if you can come and join us here, then might have some problem. Yes. <laughs> so you had to get him in your team because he was giving you trouble there at uh, at Santos. But how was he at Pirates? Look, my brother, you know what 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 is changing me? This guy is down to earth. Uh, this guy is disciplined. Uh, he's a hard player. You know, uh, uh, having a player like that in your team uh, also gives you that confidence. And you learn things from him uh, to say, look, this is how you approach 
the game. This is how you approach the training session. Uh, you know, uh, you, 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 you learn to win the game before you can play the game because of the way you prepare yourself is how you're going to get the result. So those are the things that I've learned from him. And, uh, you know, I appreciated all the time that I spent with him. And, you know, you, you, that's why the, the only thing it's a pet team, you don't stay up learning. Uh, yes, I was a very good player, parent, you know, scoring goals. But, you know, uh, you'll find that uh, there's other people that uh, there's something that they do different than you, of which uh, that to, uh, those, are, those are the things that a parent was doing. was disciplined, had a good player, you know, a you know, good example to, to, to the team. Wonderful. So thanks for that testimony. How good was was so tiring? Eh? How was he as a teammate? We know how good oh, he was. Playing with know, him. <laughs> my brother, let me tell you, you know, playing with him, it was like a dream come true in the sense that I know that if uh, we, we, we play any team, we know that let's try and keep the ball and, 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 and allow the, 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 the opponent to come, you know, come closer to us so that they can create a speed behind. Mm. Then we know that he's good speed. So when you play that ball behind the defense, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone, my brother. Let me tell you, ask anyone, ask anyone uh, who played with us at that time. They will tell you that, look, if you create a space behind, uh, uh, especially the defense, if you create a space behind themselves, and Karen plays against them, he's yeah. in trouble now. It's, it's trouble. Uh, Tyrone, I hope you have some nice things to say about so because he has some nice things to say about you. He really rated you as a player and as a teammate. I think I think I don't have, uh, and I'm humble and I appreciate, you know, all those kind words. But I think I don't have enough, I don't think we'll have enough time to, to, to speak about <laughs> uh, little Napoleon. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. And people always ask me because obviously, you know, I played a different type of game to, to most of the guys that mm. played in the team. But, you know, looking back, these guys, uh, Cho and uh, Makanya, Cheeseboy, late Remy, those guys made the game easy for me. Mm. You know, the only thing I need to do was I just needed to give them options. It's either move into space or, or just make a move. Because if you play with so much talented players in your team, the game becomes easy. You know, you don't have to do what they do because I couldn't do, you know, the magic that they were doing on the field because I'm not that type of player. Mm. You know, that's why it was a good combination between between me and 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 and, and the other players. You know, but uh, you know, the little Napoleon, it was when we needed something in the game and we were struggling. Hear. You know, we we know that he's the, sort of the only one that will come up with something special to get that goal. And for me, it was amazing that the guy that's so uh, short as him scored a lot of goals near post hitters. <laughs> you know, it was unbelievable. His timing, timing runs. Uh, you know, people sometimes they didn't give him credit for you know scoring goals with the hit. Yeah. You know, and many times you'll just find someone, and you won't even know he's coming. Eh? Next yeah. time, I want to make a run to the near post. He's already there. Boom, hit a goal, goal, ball in the net. You know, he was always a player that we could count on. And, and if he wasn't playing, you know, some most games we would struggle because he's the player that sort of 
you know, was driving us and, and the player that, 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 that pushed us. Okay. You know, we've, we've got one more voice note we just want to play for you, Tyron, from one of your former teammates before we run out of time. We want you to hear this. Wow, Tyron. Yeah, I remember you joined us 2006-2007 uh, season. Um, I'm staying to be corrected, but I must say, what a gentleman. You know, I think for me, a role model. Uh, um, I know kids look up to you and um, i think um, one person who respected the game was you and um, your professionalism uh, be on the field uh, even out of the field you 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 were one person that uh, contributed a lot um, at sundowns um, i know one thing for sure terrain was a winner at training he hated losing. He wanted to win uh, all the time. And um, I think um, you also encourage uh, the players uh, um, when they were not playing. And uh, and when you were playing, you always give you 120%. And I must say, it, it was an honor and, and a, a privilege to, to know you, to learn from you. And... Um, yeah, man, I can I can say a lot about you, but one one thing that strikes me uh, I can't remember playing against you and also playing with you. Always your shirt was 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 tucked in, so that's how smart Taren was, and uh, uh, you respected the game, my brother. So I just want to say it was an honor to to know you. Um, to learn from you and I uh, wish you all the very best of luck in life. Thank you, Tyron. Thank you for that. Can you tell who that is, Tyron? Ooh. Hey. I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> You'll kick yourself when I tell you it's Ezra Mnyandor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, my baby, my baby. Hey, we used to we used to call everybody my baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, what? Like I was saying earlier, the same with uh, Little Napoleon. You know, there's not enough time to speak about Israel. Mm. Uh, I think you know what he's achieved at Sundowns with the, with the national team. I think it's you know that will that will tell everything about Israel. You know, and whatever he says about me, I think I can say the same things about he, him. You know, I haven't. Oh, I've met very few honest uh, footballers. You know, he's a well-respected guy. Mm. You know, I don't think I've ever seen him angry. You know, he's, you could talk to anyone. You know, sometimes you find players with, with attitudes that, no, not this one and that one. But he's, he was always a team man, you know. And, 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 and I remember even the time with his, when, his, when, his, uh, uh, when his youngsters was born. You know, he, he was he was a family man, and I yeah. think that 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 sort of kept him grounding, and that's why we could we could bounce ideas of him. We could ask him for for, for anything, you know, for for help, and mm. he was always willing to do that. I think he was a true captain and a true skipper of of of, of sundowns. Well, you uh, also amazing a... amazing person, eh? Amazing yeah. person. That was that was like I said earlier. On, maybe I never played enough with sundowns, but I learned so much from just to be in the company of these guys and. 
as a footballer, that's where you want to be to learn from from the top top players in in, in the country. So yeah, thanks thanks for those for those kind words, Ito. Uh, yeah, and on that note, we're going to have to leave it there because of time, Tyron. We've already gone over time. But thank you, Tyron, for joining us. We couldn't even get into Bafana Bafana and Sheikh's Mashaba comparing you to David Beckham. But maybe that leaves <laughs> us that leaves us to have another conversation on another day. But just tonight, thank you for engaging with us and for just helping us look back at your career. And I hope you are encouraged by what, how people uh, feel about you. They will never forget how you made them feel and your contribution to football in South Africa.